Hey folks, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to another iClarity podcast. We are at podcast 90. And today I'm going to focus on Lyme's disease. I received a question from a listener who has been diagnosed with Lyme's, Lyme's disease and she's got a lot of eye problems. Uh, she's very frustrated with her eye doctors and so I want to give her a protocol and this is for all the Lyme's people out there uh, that there are some things that you can do to uh, reduce the symptoms by using more natural complementary holistic approaches and so that's the basis of our show today. Okay this question is from Monique and she, um, she has a lot to say here about Lyme's disease. Um, let's start here. Um, my cranial nerves have been greatly affected by acute and chronic Lyme and mycoplasma. I even required early cataract surge, uh, surgery before I self-tested positive for Lyme's as traditional testing is less than 50% accurate and manipulated. I used a, a home phlebotomist and vibrant wellness California testing. I now see an ILADS member, member LLMD in Ashford, Connecticut. I am using a botanical biofilm busting protocol along with antibiotics. I am interested in any information that you share or have shared re with regard to the global vector slash tick-borne disease epidemic as it relates to our eyes. <clears throat> I'm currently not returning to my eye professionals due to their apathetic attitude, ignorance, and lack of progress and common sense. Cranial peripheral nerves and microbiome uh, biofilms need to be addressed in this dense population, which include, includes to grow uh, insidiously. How am I addressing the biofilm, <clears throat> reversing nerve damage, and combating microbials in your practice? Okay, wow, that is, uh, I really hear your concern, Monique, Monique. and so... Um, let me give you my perspective on limes. Uh, first of all, according to the CDC, approximately 300,000 people are affected by Lyme's disease. <clears throat> um, now, it's much more complicated than this, but for many listeners who don't even know what Lyme's is, it's an inflammatory disease caused by a bacterium transmitted to humans by the deer tick. So I'm going to stay <clears throat> exclusively with the eyes in my response. Uh, some of the things that I have seen in terms of eye conditions would be um, inflamed eyelids, <clears throat> something called conjunctivitis, which is an inflammation on the inside part of the lids of the eyes, dry eyes, keratitis, which is an inflammation of the clear window of the eye, the cornea, optic neuritis, so this is where the optic nerve begins to swell, F 
floaters, Bell's palsy, which is where cranial nerve five uh, can create facial tics, facial paralysis. And uh, so these are the main things that I've seen. Oh, one more would be light sensitivity, photophobia, as we call it. You know, it's a, it's a complicated disease because uh, the systemic inflammation definitely informs the eyes uh, and the relationship between systemic health and eye health, especially on the inflammation level, uh, is going to <clears throat> create more oxidative stress and free radical damage. This is going to create an accumulation of toxins that are going to accumulate in the eyes. And so the, the question always in my mind is, what natural things can I do <clears throat> to uh, reduce inflammation in the eyes? Because if you use things like steroids, antibiotics, uh, even things like you know, antiviral uh, drugs, uh, all of these things are going to reduce the ocular microbiome in the eye. Um, if you don't know about the ocular my microbiome, <clears throat> I would refer you to a, a blog that I wrote uh, about two years ago in Mind Body Green, where I talk about <clears throat> the eyes having its own ocular microbiome. So I would refer you to that. Um, also, um, in terms of treating the, the eyes, I think we have to start with uh, more of a symptom approach using natural remedies like homeopathy um, and possibly um, essential oils to see if we can boost the ocular microbiome and then uh, maybe work with the essential oils to create more oxygen, oxygenation around the eye area. So at this point, uh, the two sets of eye drops that you could possibly use as a homeopathic are over the counter. One would be Simoliacin, the other would be Optique. So depending, Mon Monique, and this is for any of the Limes people out there, you'd have to experiment which one of those eye drops would give you uh, the most relief. Uh, on my website, I talk about two applications, eye bath, and eye massage, and I would refer you to those uh, videos to actually see how I apply the eye drops to my eyes. Uh, a third eye drop, if you can get it, is MSM. Uh, again, I'm not sure you can get it, but if you can get the MSM, the, uh, these three eye drops could be used throughout the day um, to at least reduce some of the symptoms and inflammation. MSM works on improving collagen health, reduces inflammation, it hydrates and moisturizes. And then Similiacin has eyebright in it, among other things, which also has, has it an effect on being able to uh, perhaps reduce the symptoms of inflammation. In the evening, what you could use would be, again, an uh, eye drop organic hexane-free castor oil, if you can find it, and that you would put a little bit on your fingers and massage it into the eyelids and around the eyes. Uh, this is an anti-inflammatory agent, of course. Castor oil has been used uh, for uh, many years as a medicinal miracle and 
to be able to massage it into the eyelids at the very least would be very soothing and perhaps reduce some of the symptoms you're experiencing. And then um, you could go to an herbalist and get Eyebrite tea and you could brew it up, cool it down, and then uh, use it as a compress throughout the day. You can even drink the Eyebrite. This has also been shown to support less inflammation. Um, now, in terms of an essential oils protocol, because that's the other thing that I've used, there are five essential oils that I like to use. Clove bud, laurel leaf, lime, St. John's wort, and cystus. Now, um, with all of those, <coughs> clove bud is very, very hot. So this would be something that you could actually put a few drops in some, uh, maybe a glass of water and you could sip it. Uh, clove bud is one of those great antifungal, antiviral essential oils, but it's too hot to put on the body, but you could certainly take it internally. Laurel leaf, uh, you could apply to a major lymph area. Again, if you go to my video blog, I believe it's either on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, you can take a look at how I uh, apply the essential oils. It's a video about the essential oils that boost the immune system. So I would refer you to that. The lime, the St. John's, <clears throat> I would um, apply on the soles of the feet, maybe three to four drops, uh, two and three times a day. And the cystus you could use uh, on your face. So if you, again, if you've got any kind of Bell's palsy or facial tick, you could massage into that. Um, I'm going to refer you to my video on my website on Bell's palsy and double vision. And that talks about different protocols I use to help people reduce um, that situation. And then eye exercises, I would recommend the palm hum and the tongue clock exercises. Again, if you go to my website, you can find those, they're free. And I would do those two to three times a day, especially if you're suffering uh, Bell's palsy. I wanna be clear here though, that <clears throat> the expectation, Monique, that you may have about regenerating your nerves um, is going to take a long time. It isn't an instant cure, and you really have to um, kind of do the right kinds of protocols to create the access of neuroplasticity. The things that I'm giving you here, you would have to do for a very long period of time to even attempt to maybe re reverse some of the uh, nerve damage that's going on. Uh, but these particular things do no harm. They're very supportive in uh, creating more cellular, how can we say, activity in producing more ATP that reduces oxidative stress but it's a long haul. It isn't a, it isn't a quick fix. So uh, I hope that that's helpful. Uh, I want to thank you very much for the question. And ladies and gentlemen, a little bit shorter show today, but um, that's, uh, that's a wrap. And until next time, take good care. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsamburn.com. The Burn Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Burn for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. 
The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.